0: Shalom and welcome to the Union of Messianic Jewish Congregations Weekly Torah Commentary Series. I'm Rabbi David Wine from Tikvat Israel in Richmond, Virginia. This week we're discussing Parashat Vayishlach, and he sent. Our text begins in Genesis 32 verse 4. Probably about once a month I will think about this famous scene in Fiddler on the Roof. Tevye is observing a conversation between two men, arguing about whether we need to read the newspaper and be aware of outside events or not. He agrees with each one in turn by saying, You're right. Then another man says, Wait a minute. He is right and he is right. How can they both be right? To which Tevi responds, You know, you are also right. What I love about this response is that it's brilliant diplomacy and wisdom all at once. There are tensions in our theology and in our lives which are sometimes never fully resolved. These tensions are apparently opposing truths which are both correct. If you're married, you may have experienced this phenomenon. Now, I'm sure you are convinced in your own mind that your way of doing the dishes is the correct way, but there may be something to the other person's perspective that's worth hearing out. The key to resolving this kind of impasse is to draw out the other person's narrative so that they feel seen, understood, and valued. The goal is not necessarily to be right. However, the only way that you could both be right is if you both are understood and valued. Easier said than done, but it is possible. Pastor Peter Steinke, a disciple of Rabbi Edwin Friedman, describes the tension within need we have in all our relationships, to be connected, and to be an individual. In other words, we long to have loving affirmation and encouragement with one another, and at the same time to be able to define ourselves rooted in the affirmation and encouragement of God. We seek neither to placate the other person for fear of rejection, nor to isolate from the other person for fear of conflict. We make decisions both out of compassion on the one hand and out of a sense of values based on scripture on the other. If we can learn to balance these two over time, we can mitigate conflict and partner with God for the repairing of the earth, tikkun olam. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God, Yeshua the Messiah in Matthew 5, 9. I'm waiting for the day that I will meet my maker and he will say, you know, David, as a peacemaker, you were also right. Dream big, eh? And this brings us to this week's parasha, featuring our dubious hero, or maybe anti-hero, Jacob. Having finagled both the birthright of the firstborn son and the blessing meant for Esau, Jacob is now scrambling and lowering himself to prepare to see his brother after 20 years. He sends gifts. He refers to Esau as my lord and himself as your servant. And he divides his camp so that if Esau destroys half his family out of revenge, At least he has something left. We know Jacob. We know he uses deception and manipulation, but we know he values the blessings of God. We know he is a heel grabber, but that doesn't just make him an annoying nudge. He is also tenacious and resilient. Jacob acknowledges in this Parsha that he is blessed beyond what he deserves. And aren't we all? Are we really any better than our conflicted ancestor, the namesake of Israel? Listen to his prayer in preparation to meet his brother. O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, Adonai, who said to me, Return to your land and to your relatives, and I will do good with you. I am unworthy of all the proofs of mercy and of all the dependability that you have shown to your servant. For with only my staff I crossed over this Jordan, and now I've become two camps. Deliver me, please, from my brother's hand, from Esau's hand, for I'm afraid of him, that he'll come and strike me, the mothers with the children. You yourself said, I will most certainly do good with you, and I will make your seed like the sand of the sea that cannot be counted because of its abundance. Genesis thirty-two ten through 13. It's God's faithfulness versus Jacob's character flaws. Who wins that wrestling match? So we ask, is Jacob actually repentant? Perhaps only partially, but he is both humbled and bold. Lord, you said you would do good to me and to my descendants. And even though I'm afraid of my brother, I trust you. Jacob's story isn't really just about Jacob. It's about God. Many rabbis have tried to massage this story to make Jacob more acceptable and Esau more unacceptable but we don't need to apologize for Jacob. We are also acceptable only because of God's sovereign love and not because we are always shining examples quote unquote worthy of that love. But God does accept Jacob and he does accept us. God is known in the scriptures as the God of Israel and even sometimes as the God of Jacob. The Lord stakes his name, his reputation, his Shem on Jacob and his imperfect descendants, because God cannot be unfaithful to himself. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold, Selah, Psalm 46.7. Jacob wrestles with God, with his brother, and ultimately with himself. He wins the fight, but comes out limping. Formerly the blessing grabber, he is now the long-suffering blessing holder from Yaakov, to Yisrael. And us? We wrestle with Jacob in all his glorious flaws. We scratch our heads at him and say like that great Jewish sage Jerry Seinfeld, really? But Jacob is us. The text is a mirror and we are full of contradictions, truths apparently opposed to one another inside us like a kaleidoscope. But we're still here. We're still loved by God and we're still holding on to the blessings, and more so to the blessing giver. Keep going. Keep loving. Keep wrestling it out. The truth is, we're all in process, and the process is messy and takes time. So give yourself grace. Progress, not perfection, as a friend reminded me recently. After all, God loved and was faithful to a rough-around-the-edges guy like Jacob to bring to bear his covenant promise, and to do good to him and his descendants, the Jewish people. The conflicts between Jacob and Esau, Israel and Edom, Jacob and God, and Jacob and himself, are a sample of all conflicts we experience. Messiah Yeshua reconciles us back to God, back to each other, and back together within ourselves. For it pleased God to have his full being live in his Son, and through his Son to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace through him, through having his Son shed his blood by being executed on a stake. Colossians one 19 through 19-20 The gospel brings peace amongst the opposing forces within us and among us. So the way to be right isn't always to be correct. We are also right because we are made right made cleansed, having received a rightness as a gift through Messiah Yeshua. In that sense, you know, you are also right. This is Rabbi David Wine signing off and wishing you a Shabbat Shalom and a happy almost Hanukkah. If you enjoyed this commentary, you can find more at umjc.org slash commentaries.